The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. Chulo. Today is Wednesday, March 25th, 2015, and I'm your host, Poppy Chulo. Listeners, please welcome back to One-on-One with Poppy Chulo, multiple award-nominated and winning fan-favorite adult industry veteran, Mr. Silverback Entertainment himself, Prince Yashua. Welcome back, man. It is always an honor to be here, sir. And it's always great to have you on. It's been a minute since we've had you on, so I'm excited to get the chance to pick your brain on all the great stuff that you've been getting yourself into this past year or so. Right. Well, let's do it. Let's have a good one. Sounds good, man. Well, typically I've been starting off these one-on-one interviews by getting stats out the way because for the most part, the listeners and your fans and supporters that are tuning in right now, they haven't had the chance to meet you in person. They only get to see you in the various scenes and the films that you've done, whether it's on their TV, computer, or nowadays on the mobile devices. So let's get to know some of Prince's stats. What's your height and weight? Uh, I am exactly six foot tall. I am currently 222 pounds. What's your ethnicity? Uh, I am African American. What's your zodiac sign? Uh, I am an Aries. That's what's up, man. And if I'm not mistaken, your birthday just passed a couple days ago. Yeah, it passed on the 21st. Happy belated birthday. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so how old did you turn? Uh, you wouldn't believe it if I told you, but I am now 45 years old. That's what's up, man. Very cool. Congratulations. I'm living the silverback life for real now. I really do have the, the great strip now. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? So, uh, we've done some amazing interviews here on the station, and uh, I'm so happy that you're back to to do this new interview so that we can chat about all that you've been up to. Can you fill the listeners in on exactly how long you've been in the industry so far, thus far? Um, As far as here in California, uh, I've been in the industry 10 years, and uh, I was doing it for another two years back in my home state before I actually arrived here in California. So altogether, it's been uh, a great 12 years. Very awesome, man. When exactly did you celebrate the 10 years in Porn Valley? Uh, Actually, January the 2nd, actually. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> Very awesome. So a decade in Porn Valley, but 12 years overall. That's that's quite the career, man. Yeah, yeah. Been a lot of studio time. <laughs> exactly. You've had an incredible career since you joined the industry. I mean, you started off as one of the most underrated performers, and then you've become one of the top billing top performers in the industry what do you attribute that success to um my dedication my passion and um my love to definitely give the fans what i feel they deserve and that's my best i like that and i mean you've had such a great support system with your fans. I mean, your fans love you and adore you. Why do you think you connected so well with the fans? Uh, you know what? Because I come from the same place, um, like 80 to 90% of them do. You know, that's from the streets. You know, so it's easy to recognize somebody that comes from the same place you do. You know, and when they see that, everybody attaches on to it and you got a winning combination. Absolutely, man. I mean, you've certainly proven that. You went from working with, uh, you know, some of the smaller companies to working with some of the big guns now, like uh, Brazzers and Wicked and Digital yeah. Playground. Uh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can call all those places home now. <laughs> exactly. I think you can call every major studio in the adult industry home now. <laughs> and even the websites, I mean, you've done great work for Bang Bros, uh, as I mentioned, Brazzers, and, you know, all of the, the top sites on the web. Of course, Blacked.com. Prince is everywhere. <laughs> Prince is uh, his spreading his seed all over the yeah, internet. Yeah, I, I think that's a good way to put it, right? <laughs> exactly. It's been a very joyful ride. Absolutely. How would you describe your fuck style? Uh, aggressive, but uh, as of lately, uh, I'm calling calling it passion aggression, uh, which means I'm still giving girls, you know, a much harder than usual, but it's more it's more passion, more feeling. Than even before with it, because you know, as you get older, you know, you have to change up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And with that, now you know, it's it's become a whole new era, and uh, I'm really loving it. And uh, the girls have responded well, and the fans have too. So you know, uh, I'm gonna keep doing it. Very awesome, man. I like that. Yeah. This is a question that I've asked you before, but I love asking it because with time, I feel like the answer sort of slightly changes because you get to work with different people and uh, you get to do new scenes and so new favorites abound. So my question for you is, who have been some of your most favorite starlets to work with? Mm. Um, wow. Some of my favorite. Um, I would have to say as of late, uh, Samantha Saint. Uh, just recently, um, um, Summer, Summer, Summer Brielle. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely, definitely without question, Danny Daniels. Um, Misty Stone will always be one. 
and my all-time favorite, uh, I would definitely have to say, is uh, Leilani Gold. Very nice. We'll be talking about Leilani Gold in a little while. You've been in the game for 12 years overall. Is there a performer out there that you haven't worked with yet that's on your must-do list? It would be kind of surprising for me if there are any performers that you haven't worked with yet since you've had such an <laughs> illustrious career. But is there anyone that uh, that you haven't had the chance to do a scene with yet that you're looking forward to? Well, I think her name is Ashley Fires, I think it is. Um, I think that's her name uh, for the first time. In my whole career, I actually called her out. I was like, uh, you know, it's taken 12 years for this to happen, but uh, I said, I am actually calling you out to put you on guard that uh, uh, I will be seeing you soon, that I'm coming for you. Oh, right now. So hopefully <laughs> hopefully that'll get a chance to happen this year. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. Sounds like a already in the work. So. Oh, okay, that's good to hear. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Speaking of just performers in general, in the industry, since you've been in the game for 12 years now, and you are one of the top men in the industry, one of the top men, one of the top black men in the industry, who out there in the game do you actually consider a friend? Who are some of Prince Yashua's true friends in the industry, fellow performers that uh, you're good friends with? Oh, uh, I would definitely have to say, first and foremost, uh, Derek Pierce, uh, love him to death. Uh, he's, he's definitely family to me. Um, I keep my circle real small, so there really isn't a lot. Uh, but a few that come to mind is, like I said, definitely Derek Pierce, uh, D. Snoop. Um, who else can I say? Who else can I say off the top of my head? Um, wow. Ah, uh, shit, help me out here. Um, damn, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, it's, it's really, it's really few. It's really few because, you know, my circle is so small. Um, because when you get to the level of where I have and what I'm doing, uh, I just really focus on myself. <laughs> That's but understandable. It's yeah, it's only a handful. Is Papi Chulo a part of the circle? Oh, definitely. I mean, if you perform, uh, if we were just talking about performers, absolutely. <laughs> okay, there you go. Let's <laughs> just make it sure. Got to make right. sure I got the, the VIP card. Without question. Without question. You know, a lot of the new guys that are here, uh, I, take, I take a lot of honor and pride, you know, helping them out. You know what I mean? Uh, letting them know the ropes, you know, and uh, allowing them to express themselves and you know uh evolve you know so they could be the future of this year so you know yeah it's it's a great thing absolutely man something that i want to certainly congratulate you on is you know the incredible amount of nominations and awards that you've won in your career mm-hmm I mean, you have not, unfortunately, won some of the, I guess, the big one at the AVNs, which is unfortunate, and I mean, I think it's long overdue, but right. you have won so, some of the smaller ones. Hope. 
<laughs> I mean, you won't feel that way. <laughs> yeah. You have won some of the smaller ones, though. You know, like best double penetration scene and, and best three-way and that kind of stuff. And yeah, you have I'm won like... the top awards at the Urban X. And uh, mm-hmm. there's you won the X-Biz comeback as well as the X... RCO comeback award. So you have won some of the bigger ones for for some of the other adult industry oriented mm-hmm. award shows, but unfortunately you haven't won like male performer of the year at the AVNs, which is long overdue in my opinion. Right, right. Uh, that is also my opinion as well. Um, unfortunately, uh, you have to bite the bullet, like uh, I have to do almost every year. Uh, I will never, for any circumstances, hate on any of the other guys that have won or, or that are winning. Um, you know, I think definitely what I do and what I feel is fan-driven, you know. So, uh, as well as I feel and definitely know that I should have those awards, my whole thing is as long as my fans are still being pleased year by year and still accepting me, that's the true beauty of what I love to see in here. And the fans love you, man. Trust me, I see all the tweets and all the stuff that you retweet about what all the fans say to you. I mean, they love them some prints. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a good feeling. You know, um, I'm one of the few that let everybody know, you know, without thumb, there is no us. So, you know, it goes all goes hand in hand. All goes hand in hand. You know, when you think you, when you get too big to think that, you know, you don't need thumb or you're here just by yourself alone, that's when you'll have problems. Definitely, man. Yeah, that's very true. And I think yeah. one of uh, the reasons why your website is still around is because of the fans. You know, the fans sort of demanded you to have a site, and uh, you've had PrinceJoshua.com up and running. So can you fill the listeners in, maybe on those that haven't had the chance to peep it out? What can they find on your official site? Oh, everything. Um, for some reason, people just seem to believe that it's just an interracial site which uh, it actually isn't. Uh, you can catch everything from black on black, black on white, to black on brown, whatever, you know. Uh, but like I said, I really get that just for the fans' sake, you know, and um, where so many other people's sites are filled, mine is still here because, like I said, you know, I speak to my fans. You know, who they want to see me with, that's who I put myself with. And uh, it's been a continuous ride that, you know, I'm, I'm blessed to be on this journey with. Absolutely, man. And I think one of the reasons why you've gotten the chance to sort of create a lot of these incredible productions that you've directed is because of the fans, because the fans are demanding to see more of you. And uh, something that they got the chance to see this year is your newly released title, the title that you directed, Undisputed, that uh, was released through Jules Jordan Productions, which features you with Dana D'Armond, Danny Daniels, Maddie O'Reilly, and Riley Reed in it. So can you fill the listeners in on what they can expect when they cop this title? Uh, nothing but heat. Nothing but heat. So uh, if you don't like hot shit, don't, don't pick this up because it'll burn you. Um, for a long time, I've, I've been wanting to do uh, this particular... Uh, title mm-hmm. undisputed i remember and uh, yeah <laughs> a lot of people actually believe it or not seem to believe that uh it was me calling my personal self undisputed um 
which is really not true. Uh, the whole purpose of the movie is I'm honoring all the girls within the industry that I don't feel that, you know, they're just doomed all the time, maybe like they should. So any girl that goes into this movie and into this series that I know will stay around for quite some time, I'm not letting you know that you're good. I'm not letting you know that you're even great. I'm letting you know that you're among the few that we call the elite here, and uh, we have a word for you, and it's called Undisputed. I like the sound of that. So what went into the casting of these four women? Why them? Uh, it was simple to me because, uh, like I said, uh, all of them, I feel, are the very best in each genre of what they do. Um, Maddie O'Reilly, for example. Maddie is just a submissive uh, goddess whore, and it just plays out so well and she plays a role so well you know what i mean and so for all people that love to see that both men and women you know you'll definitely get your money's worth uh with dana dana diamond being a, a a veteran like myself her just being in her true nature of her wisdom you know what i mean and elegance uh shine superior and undisputed uh, with Riley Reed, you know, you get the young, the young college look girl that just uh, is sex driven and just won't stop giving you and taking whatever you can get her. And then you have my boo boo, Danny Daniels, which is just beauty and grace. And um, it just works so well. And I combine all of those into a good pot and uh, we got a name for it. It's called Undisputed. Now, is this a one-off title? Do you see yourself as, you know, sort of this being just undisputed, a single title? Or could this potentially be the launch of a series, you know, where there's Undisputed 2, and then you gather another group of uh, Undisputed women? Oh, without question. Without question. Uh, I'm almost sure that Undisputed will definitely be uh, my flagship of uh, the titles that I bring out through Jules Jordan because uh, this title got special attention. This title actually cost a lot more money. Thank you, Jules. <laughs> than uh, average productions do. And um, we showcased every last one of the girls so you know exactly who they are, what they do, and what they bring to the table. And uh, it is show in each, every last one of their performances. Very nice, man. That's certainly something to look forward to. Yeah, terribly excited about it. Uh, it's been my baby in my mind for so many years, so through George Jordan's video, uh, I've, I've had the opportunity now to bring it to life and bring it out to fold to the general public in the world. Uh, I'm hoping they accept it well, which uh, they already have. <laughs> so, yeah, Undisputed will definitely be my flagship uh, venture. Well, I'm at Jules Jordan Radio. So, are the listeners able to cop this new title, Undisputed, now? Uh, actually, right now, they can go get it immediately. It is out right now, and it's waiting for them to uh, pull out their credit card or the dollars in their pocket. If you got all pennies, it don't matter. As long as it adds up, if you cop the movie, 
you got one of the greatest titles of the year in your hand. Fantastic. They can use any form of currency except for maybe their EBT card. Absolutely. You know what? I'm going to say you can use that because that's hood and that's where I come from. So with even accepting EBT, let's get it popping. Fantastic, man. <laughs> It was recently announced that you were teaming up with uh, Archangel. The partnership will unfold over the next year, and the first project is right now tentatively titled First Prince. How did this collaboration come about? Uh, this collaboration came about because uh, the director, uh, which is now um, the general manager for Archangel, which is uh, Mind Freak, uh, is like a baby brother to me um, that used to be a director for Elegant Angel. Uh, we've been knowing each other for almost about 10 years now, and, you know, uh, I've always helped, you know, him in his situations, and he's always helped me in situations as well. And uh, in the last year, year and a half, uh, you know, a company has emerged by the name of Archangel that's headed and owned by uh, Gabe. Gabriel, I think his real name is. Great guy. Uh, and him and, him and my three got together, made him a director from a director, made him a general manager. Uh, I worked for them uh, almost all the time. So uh, they asked me to come to the office one day. And uh, they thought it would be a great idea if, uh, you know, they knew my situation. Uh, you know, my home base is with Jules Jordan Video. But they were like, you know, uh, we're not taking, trying to take nothing away from Jules, you know, but can we do, you know, uh, a line on you, you know, uh, as well? And I was like, well, absolutely. So, uh, you know, we, we came up with the papers. Uh, all the numbers sounded right. And... We made it happen, and, uh, you know, it's, it's a great collaboration. It's always great when the numbers sound right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got a family to feed you. <laughs> exactly. So what can the listeners expect from this collaboration? Can you tease them as far as what this collaboration will look like, what they should expect from it? Uh, I actually can, believe it or not. Uh First print is uh, exactly what it says. Uh, this is uh, a joint venture that we chose to do for this particular line. Uh, just, um, it's widely known that almost every girl that comes in the industry or that's in the industry uh, wants to work with me. So, uh, you know, they capitalized on that and was like, well, every girl that hasn't worked with you yet is dying to work with you for the first time call it first prince mm -hmm. so you know we're getting all the the reactions all the you know what i mean the the, the, the right answers from them you know it's 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 a great thing and uh this new one that we're doing right now uh is is it's tremendously great sounds exciting so uh is there at all a tentative date as to when uh, this first collaboration will be released? Or is there maybe just tentatively like late spring, early summer, or even sooner? Uh, a matter of fact, uh, talking to the owner himself, Gabe, uh, once again, big shout out to him. He's a great guy, great owner. Uh, you know, uh, he actually, you know, talks to, you know, the actual porn stars, you know, that uh, his company deals with. 
you know what I mean, and likes to see what they feel like. You know, he's sat in on almost every conversation and talk that we've had in the process of putting this movie together. So, uh, you know, I asked that same question, well, where will we be putting this out? He was like, uh, pretty much right after it's done. So, um, <laughs> probably in April, you will be seeing, uh, late April, you will be seeing this title uh, on the shelves. So, listeners, stay tuned for that. Shifting gears a little bit, Prince, something that I really want to ask you that a lot of uh, the listeners and my readers have always been asking me about is uh, the state of Ebony Erotica, Black on Black Productions slash Scenes. I always get questions about it. I always get asked, you know, why aren't there any more, or why aren't there as many, I should say, scenes and films pairing black male performers with black female performers. What's your opinion on the state of black-on-black productions? Uh, I love black-on-black productions. Uh, Me being a black man myself, uh, I remember, uh, I'm going to take you back real quick, uh, but I'm sure you will remember when I was with Justice Slayer International. Mm -hmm. Uh, Almost every line that I came out with for Justice Slayer uh, International was an instant hit, instant classic. And uh, I steamrolled through my first year of my contract, so when they re-signed me for double the money, double the pay, double the production, you know, uh, I really felt good about things. And I remember I was in a meeting with all of them, and I was like, wow, I can't wait for the next movie to come out. And they were like, okay, well, what are you going to call it? I said, the blackout. And it was like, the blackout. Oh, okay. You, the black guy with all the white girls. I was, uh, no, me, black guys, black girls. And uh, it was actually very funny to me that nobody, you know, it's it's not that they told me I couldn't do it, but uh, nobody thought that it would work or um, really make any money or anything of that sort. Uh, me following the beat of my own drum, I actually ended up making the movie anyway, uh, a great movie. Uh, and it really became my biggest movie to date. So for anybody that says black on black product does not sell, uh, needs to get fucking donkey kicked in the mouth. Uh, I really try to tell the public, definitely the fans, don't get it twisted. Uh, usually when you see me, uh, when 85% of the things that I do is interracial, that's because I work for other companies that are paying me to do interracial scenes. Uh, now that I am with Jules Jordan, my flagship home, uh, definitely before years in, uh, a title will be coming that's all black on black title, uh, more of the ethnic, you know, and urban feel to show everybody what I definitely being, you know, a tenure vet in the industry already know that, like I said, it's, it's here, it's not going nowhere. Uh, and, you know, there's still a big demand for it. First and foremost, what I try to make people realize is that uh, this business that we're in, unfortunately, is a racist business. And it doesn't help that even you're in a very controversial racist state, as California. So uh, for people to want to do it and put it out isn't always what they want to do. 
But when you got somebody from up north, east coast, as myself, I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do. <laughs> yeah, man. For more black on black stuff, uh, you definitely will be seen, but uh, that's what it is. I appreciate the honesty and the candor, man, because I know that you, as well as I would say a lot of the other black male performers in the industry get a lot of flack from fans and supporters out there that want to see you with black right. women and unfortunately Absolutely. it's it's not that you guys don't want to it's just that no. the studios and the websites no. that are hiring you shoot right. a particular niche which is interracial exactly right you know it's it's all about the, what the, you know the studios are, are choosing to shoot you know these million dollar studios you know choose to shoot what they feel is still today uh which is dumb to me being 215 which they still consider like almost taboo big black guys with small little white women you know what i mean Mm -hmm. uh, so that's the whole spin on it or whatever, you know, which leaves a lot of our sisters, you know, far fetched and, you know, on the outskirts. But, uh, like I said, uh, I still work with a lot of, uh, of our African American sisters that are here still with West Coast, uh, productions still with, um, zero tolerance, uh, quite a, quite a few productions, you know, but like I said, uh, now that Jules Jordan, uh, God bless him, has put me in a situation where, you know, I am a director for them, uh, I will definitely be showing, you know, not only the consumers, but the world, that there is still uh, a market for it. And one of the people that I will be featuring in that black-on-black -black product is the lady that's actually laying on my chest as I'm talking to you now in this interview, which is Leilani Gold. Sounds exciting, man. So certainly a lot of great things for the listeners and your fans out there to anticipate in the near future. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Something that I read about you via the Wikipedia site, the Wikipedia profile of Prince Joshua, was this fact, and I found it very interesting, and I wanted to ask you, because sometimes stuff in Wikipedia isn't necessarily true so i wanted to fact check this with you it said basically that you have a real estate license and that you plan on being a real estate agent in your hometown of chicago after you quit porn <laughs> after you retire from the industry <laughs> oh my god um not next <laughs> That's true, but not necessarily true. Um, one of my favorite aunts in Chicago is uh, is a realtor, and uh, she asked me what did I want to do after the point, and I actually told her that I wanted to jump into real estate. So I took a course into real estate. Uh, I don't have my real estate license as of yet, but uh, half of it is true, and the other half is yes. That's definitely uh, the adventure after porn that uh, I will be pursuing, and that's real estate. That's interesting, man. What drew you to real estate? Was it because you had a family member, and, and that sort of sparked the interest? No. Um, again, me being from Chicago, knowing about, you know, poverty, you know, coming from the projects, um, I wanted to actually make sure that now that I know both sides of the fence, 
being poor as bad as well as now being well to do that I can reach back, you know what I mean, and put families in a better situation maybe that I didn't have or a lot of people that we know didn't have or have even right now. Okay, I like the sound of that. So what you're telling yeah. us is that Prince Joshua is rich. Uh, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing I, you, man. I, I don't have a Maybach outside. I wish I did. <laughs> but uh, I really don't. Uh, what I'm saying is uh, what money I have made in the industry, I've done the smart thing because, uh, you know, millions of people up under very bad impressions that, you know, that we party all the time, that we get high all the time, that we drink all the time, and that we spend all our money unwisely. Uh, my bank account is very much different. Uh, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I've never got a higher day in my life. And like I said, I'm moving forward, you know, to prepare myself for the next chapter in my life, you know, when pouring it over. Certainly great words of advice, man, especially for those that are tuning in that might want to be a performer in the industry. I think the stereotype, as you said, is that a lot of performers are kind of living paycheck to paycheck because they're spending their money frivolously. Right. Why do you think that is? Why do you think some performers are like that? Do you think it's just because they have never actually sat down and thought about the future and thought about saving and, and that kind of thing? Like, why do you think some performers just spend their money, you know, for lack of a better word, like their hammer, you know, as, as that phrase, uh, you know, because MC Hammer ended up spe spending all of his money back in the, you know, can't touch this era. And uh, um, why do you think some performers aren't like you and, and actually sit down and decide to save and, you know, maybe potentially invest in things and think about the future, you know, because there there might be a time when uh, something happens, much like, unfortunately, it happened to you, where you couldn't perform for a little while. And uh, if, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, that's not necessarily a good thing. If uh, for some reason, that's, you know, someday you you can't perform for a short amount of time or for an extended amount of time. Right. Um, once again, uh, I think it may have to do a lot with what you've been through and where you're from in life. Uh, like I said, I come from, you know, very, very humble beginnings, you know, so uh, I'm not the guy that started doing porn that lives, you know, in um, Beverly Hills or Malibu or any of uh, the well-to-do places that just decided, you know, that I could take a pill or something like that and keep my dick hard and be around beautiful women. That really wasn't my kick. You know, my thing was, okay, when I see what type of money was here, this is another outlet for me to not only provide for myself, but my family as well. You know what I mean? So to see that I could get this type of money legally instead of illegally, it wasn't, as it may be to a lot of other people, uh, a hobby or a pastime. To me, myself, it's my chosen profession. So I choose it to take it as such, and, um, you know, I apply myself in that manner. Hopefully some listeners out there, if they're planning on being in the industry, are taking notes because I think you schooled a lot of people on how to be a financially conscious performer. 
Yeah, I mean, well, you know, this isn't like a, a lot of other states uh, that people live or, you know, are in. When you come to California, uh, it's very expensive here, you know, and this being Southern California, this is the richest part of California. So uh, you have to have money. And when I say money, I'm not talking about just regular paychecks. You have to have real money here. So uh, if you treat it like a joke, it'll treat you like a joke and spit you out. And you're the same plane that you took getting here. You'll be taking a Greyhound bus crying going home. So, uh, you know, to any and all men and women that may be out there listening, you know what I mean? Use your head. You know, keep your chips in your pocket. You know, don't, don't put it on the counter for other people to take it from Since we're talking about finances and porn and uh, people, you know, making sure they watch their money, something that I'm curious to ask you, uh, because, you know, and I keep on repeating this, but you've been in the industry over a decade, and, you know, I'm going to keep on saying it because, I mean, that's an incredible feat. So I have to give you major props on that. Something that I'd like to know that I'm sure your fans might be curious about as well is that a lot of the porn performers that are from your generation, that are from the era where you came into the industry, are unfortunately now broke or struggling. You know, they're having to take jobs outside of the industry. Right. What are you doing to establish yourself financially after your career in the adult industry ends? Uh, well, the first thing uh, is you definitely have to learn from these other great performers. Uh, sorry, definitely to hear and know about their outcomes and uh, what they're going through mentally or financially. But uh, what you have to do is set yourself up and to both of the banks that I bank with, uh, I have situations set up that out of every last one of my checks, nothing less than 100 to $150 is taken out and put into a trust fund for me. So, like I said, when all of this is said and done, all of that money will be there waiting for me, which will also go in accordance with, you know, when I do decide to do my real estate, uh, it'll just be an easier transition not only, you know, uh, knowing the business of real estate, but definitely financially. That's good thinking, man. Very good thinking. Yeah, I mean, you know, not only should you learn from the performers and how they worked, but you also have to know, you know, what steps that they took in to not actually meet you know, the goals in life that they wanted to. Absolutely, it's a, man. It's a bittersweet, yeah, it's a bittersweet thing. Very true. I want to ask you a question about the industry in general. You've been in the game for over a decade. And uh, like I said, I mean, you started off very much underrated. And then all of a sudden, you skyrocketed. And, I mean, it's like you didn't even look back because you went straight to the top. My question for you is, is there any competition among male performers in the industry? Uh, among all of us uh, guys in the industry? Uh, I would have to say, uh, if there is, I'm not aware of it because uh, I'm so focused and in my own lane of me. If there actually was, um, I don't look around to even see it. 
I guess the best way to describe me is um, from my city, Chicago, downtown in the summertime, there are always a horse and carriage ride. I'm not sure if you've ever been on a horse and carriage ride before. Yes. Actually, I took a horse okay. and carriage ride at, to my prom back in high school. Okay. Okay. The theme well, you know, was uh, okay. was happily ever after. So it. Right, right. Well, the whole thing of the horse and carriage ride is the horse, and what they do with the horses, they put these blinders on the horse, which makes the horse only look in one direction, and that's straightforward. The horse can't look to its right. The horse can't look to its left. So if there is any competition or beefing or anything like that amongst the fellow fellowship of the industry, uh, I haven't seen it because uh, I don't stop forward. I just keep going forward, you know, focusing on Prince, Prince Agenda and my whole silverback movement. I think that's a great way to think about things because it certainly keeps you focused and it, it doesn't allow you to sort of fall into uh, like the shit that's out there because i mean if you yeah. start listening to what everyone else is saying then you sort of get down and you get down in the mud with them mm -hmm. sure no it's no need for that yeah. no need for that you know uh performers are gonna come performers are gonna go uh, i've seen a million of them come i've seen a million of them go um yeah you know for us that are still here, God bless us. And uh, like I said, uh, if there is any inner circle of hate or dislike, more power to them. You know, uh, I'm still doing me, and it works for me. So uh, I stay in my own lane. At the start of the interview, I talked about your success in the industry and, and how incredible it has been and, and what you attributed that success to. I don't know if this is going to be the same answer to that but I do want to ask about your longevity because you have been in the game for 12 years and as you said a lot of people don't make it into the the industry for as long as you have like there I would say probably the average amount of time that a female performs in the industry is maybe like about six months and for a guy you know maybe a handful of years and uh, you've yeah. obviously been in the industry much longer than that what do you attribute your longevity too? Uh, focus. Focus. Uh, a lot of dedication. Um, definitely keeping my body right. Uh, plenty of prayers. You know, thanking God, like I said, you know, to uh, get me through. And um, once again, the fans. You know, um, if I had a bad week or a bad, bad day, and like I said, uh, I go to the store to go pick up something. I'll see a fan and they'll be like, oh my God, it's really you. You know, you're the greatest or whatever. And uh, that little motivation right there, uh, I do its part. And it'll put everything right back in perspective for you. And you'll know exactly why you're here again. Do you have a lot of interactions with your fans in person? Like, do you get recognized a lot? Do you have people coming up to you and being like, hey, Everywhere. you're that dude? Everywhere. <laughs> What's the average? Do more women approach you? Or do more guys approach you? Uh, it's actually equal. Oh, okay. And yeah. is it, uh, do they like blatantly say who you are? Or are they more like whispering? Like, how, how does that go 
no, it's it's a combination of both, actually. You know, uh, as soon as I notice somebody noticing you, especially when it's like a girl or something like that, or a guy that's real hyped up, I'll be like, slow down, dog, relax. Yeah, let's talk about it. Come to the side with me. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes you can't control, you know, how people feel. And like I said, they, you know, the emotions fly. And it's a good thing, you know what I mean? So uh, you never get used to it. And uh, you still appreciate it. And, you know, you take it for what it is, you know, and that's just love. You know, and through that, it just makes you work harder to make sure that you keep on getting that same love. What has been, like, the most unusual fan encounter? Like, something unique? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if maybe you got busted out, like, at the grocery store or something, or, you know, something unusual in an encounter with the fan. Um, I think I know that one good. Uh, I was actually leaving um, L.A. to go back to my home state of Chicago, and uh, this black lady, older black lady, was uh, on her phone. And when she passed me, uh, I think she was talking to a girlfriend. She was like, oh, my God, girl, I got to let you go. And um, I looked at her, and she immediately got on her knees in front of everybody and just started screaming. You know, uh, my daughter that I just had three months ago, me and my man made because we were watching you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Hey, I am very flattered the lady gets the hell off of your knees. Yes. She's like, no, I just want to thank you so much. And I was like, uh, I think the lady you may be thinking about thanking me. You can't do here at this, <laughs> at this airport. So uh, that was a very, very weird moment for me that I had within the last year. So, uh, but yeah, but she sounded the alarm and then everybody started looking at me. It was like, oh my God, it really is. So uh, the security actually moved me and got me on the plane like a whole hour ahead of time before everybody else. That's too funny. Yeah. If you're out there listening, Maggie, I still do remember you. I hope you and your husband and your baby are doing well. (laughs) Absolutely. Shout out to the baby. The Prince Joshua baby. Absolutely. (laughs) The Prince Joshua born baby. Because it's not your baby. Yeah. Since we're on the topic of your fans and supporters, there's been something that your fans have been wanting, I think probably since the first time that you did a scene. And that is, Mm -hmm. they've been wanting to take Prince Yashua home with them. And uh, the only way that they'll be able to do that is obviously with a sex toy, a dildo. Are there all any plans for Prince Yashua branded adult toys? Um, I'm going to have to give it to you, uh, straight out. Um, for me being here as long as I have, uh, I've, I myself approached one of the companies and, um, we talked, we talked, we talked, and that's all we did was talk. So, um, as well as these companies want to make dildos and things like that uh when it comes to the knowledge of knowing that well if we make a line on you not only do we have to pay you a certain amount of money up front as well as give you a percentage 
of what, you know, the actual product makes doesn't fit too well for these companies to do. So uh, me and a team of people that I have now are in the works on actually trying to get this done with definitely within the next year, uh, as well as my book done within the next year. That because, sounds uh, amazing. Companies that you think that uh, would be knocking down the door to get it done, <laughs> they really don't. Because this is way overdue and it should have been done a while ago. I couldn't agree more. That sounds really exciting, though, man. I'm looking forward to the book in particular. I mean, that sounds fantastic. We've had the chance to have some really great conversations here on the station, so I know bits and pieces of your story, and I can't wait to be able to get the chance to sit down and, and read all about Prince Joshua. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I said, I wouldn't hold nothing back. You know, I'll let everybody know about the good, the bad, the ugly, about the industry. You know, uh, the backbiting, uh, the lies, definitely the racism, uh, you know, everything. I mean, you know, but uh, when you hold it all together and you stand tall, I mean, you know, you can make it happen if you believe in yourself. That's very true, man. So let's talk about the good. Because something really great happened to you about a year ago. You, you met a very special lady. Mm -hmm. And I want you to share with the listeners all about it. You are currently in a relationship with the beautiful right. Leilani Gold. Both of you are actually engaged, correct? Right, we are. Congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. So can you share with the listeners how you two met? And uh, was it love at first sight? Was it lust at first sight? Uh... We actually met uh, at one of the uh, webmasters that I know. Uh, he was talking to her at uh, his location. And then me and her uh, started to talk with each other. And then um, by strange twist of faith, I uh, ended up on set with her. Like, I want to say like three days later. And uh, we haven't left each other's side since. Yeah. <laughs> she no longer performs. Um, and um, pretty much, I think after the seventh month we were together, we got engaged and uh, it's, been, it's been heaven ever since. Very nice, man. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. She's been a blessing. Do you think the connection was easy to make because she was a fellow performer? I mean, I know that in the past you've dated performers. You've had some great relationships. You've had some not-so-great relationships. You've, uh, right. And I believe you've also dated women outside the industry, correct? Uh, no. Okay, I no. I didn't date outside the industry because uh, that gets real tricky. You know, uh... They start off always, oh, yeah, you know, I don't care what you do, but, you know, when feelings and emotion and love comes into play, you know, it's a whole different dynamic. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that makes sense. So, <laughs> in your opinion, did it make it easier for you this time around because she was in the industry and she sort of understood everything that goes on in the business? 
Uh, very much so. You know, that's the whole like point of uh, what it is because uh, a lot of people, you know, millions of people still think, well, you know, you have the easiest job in the world, you know, and things like that. But it's nothing can be further from the truth. You know what I mean? But when you have somebody that has been in the same position that you have in the same trenches that you've been in, you know, they get it, they understand it, and they know, hey, for these four or five hours, you know, this is what I'm mm-hmm. doing from the bacon. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when you get home, you know, it's just all about the whole family orientating thing. And that's what we have. Uh, she made a conscious decision. I think, like, a week after we seen each other, she was like, you know, I don't want to... I don't want to perform anymore. I just want to be with you. And uh, I definitely was okay with it. And uh, we've been together ever since. Can't get rid of it now. (laughs) (laughs) In a good way, of course. Yeah. Without without question. Without question. Okay. Because I was going to ask you next. Wait, go ahead. Right next to me now. That's what's up. Shout out to Leilani. Hello. Hey, Leilani. (laughs) Just giving you a shout-out. It's great hearing Prince talk about you and talking about being in love and talking about, you know, finding a great woman to stand by his side. (laughs) All right, you guys. I'm even blush. (laughs) (laughs) So you've been in the game for 12 years now. And we've talked about sort of what you want to do after you're done with the industry. So does that mean that Prince is sort of looking at an end date? I'm not necessarily asking, are, are you retiring this year or next year? But do you have an estimated date in your mind as to when you think you're going to stop performing in scenes and porn, directing and whatnot? Without question. Without question. Yeah, without question. Me and her have uh, definitely already talked about it, already agreed upon it. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> we have. Okay. Is this within the next five years? Oh, uh, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> okay. We're going to have to have you back on so you can make into the announcement and, and all that kind of stuff. Actually, when I do it, I'm going to do it abruptly. Um, I want to do what I've always done, and that's keep people on their toes. So uh, I think shocking everybody with, what? What? (laughs) Is something that I really look forward to doing now. Sounds good, man. Well, it sounds like you're in a happy place, which is always good. Yeah, I really am. Yeah, man. Things are good. Work is good. Home life is good. Um, God continues to bless. So... You know, you can't ask for too much more than that. That's very true. Very cool. So we'll definitely have to have you on, you know, at least shortly after you make the announcement for maybe like one of your final interviews as a performer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sounds good. That I can definitely Perfect. Sounds good. Listeners, you heard that here first. (laughs) 
So right now, Prince, what I want to do is I want to get to know some of your favorites. I have this list of pop culture oriented questions that are designed to allow the listeners and your fans out there that are tuning in right now to get to know some of your favorites. So the first question is, what are five of your most favorite television shows? Now this can be a list of five of your current favorites. This can be a list of five of your all-time favorites. I just need five of your most favorite TV shows. Wow. Um, wow. Uh, I would have to say Special Victims Unit. Um, uh, I would definitely have to say of all time, uh, good time. Um, shit. Uh, well, damn, the majority of my shows are all old shows. Uh, Welcome Back, Carter. I'm sure you remember that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, what else? What else? Uh, one that I actually used to love as a kid, um, the electric company. Can I take you back? Do you remember the electric company? Well, I don't because that's before my time and that's not a diss, <laughs> but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I've heard of it before. Right, right, right. Um, and what was another one? What was it going on? Um, shit, I would have to say the Cosby Show as well, yeah. So that would be my top five. Good list. Who are four of your all-time favorite music artists? All time, um, I would definitely have to say um, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, um, The Temptations, uh, Barry White, and uh, Marvin Gaye. What are three of your most favorite films? My favorite film, without question, I would definitely have to say my number one is uh, The Warriors. Uh, Dog Day Afternoon. And, uh, oh shit, believe it or not, Undisputed. <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> What are two foods you can't live without? Uh, can't live without. Can't live without pizza. And definitely can't live without, um, macaroni and cheese. Now when you say pizza, is it New York style pizza or is it like the Chicago deep dish? Uh, def definitely Chicago pizza. Definitely Chicago pizza. Can Prince Yashua make Chicago-style pizza? That's a no. That's a no. I really don't. But I know how to uh, go there, uh, eat a lot, and then pay for it. Okay. <laughs> Prince Yashua does not throw down it, in the kitchen. No. Giordano's is uh, definitely one of my greatest places to go in Chicago to go eat pizza. Um, and yeah, <laughs> I just figure out. Fantastic. Sounds good. And what is one of your guilty pleasures? One of my guilty pleasures? 
Yeah, standing on my principles that I have, uh, I love it. I love it that I don't sway from them, that I don't bend on them, and uh, oh yeah, stay me. As we start wrapping things up, I gotta ask, what's next for Prince Yashua? We have uh, your title for Jules Jordan Productions that you directed, Undisputed, that just recently dropped. What's next? What's coming out soon that the listeners and your fans and supporters out there should be expecting, anticipating? Uh, well, I'm gonna have so many uh, different things coming. Um, definitely... Uh, my play brother from Archangel by the name of uh, Mind Freak. Uh, I'm doing things with him. Nice. Over at that. Yeah, you know, um, Jules Jordan has uh, blessed me, like I said, to be a director there. So I'm just going to keep on just giving you fire until, uh, you know, I can't anymore. You know, until that day comes when I tell you in the world that uh, it's a rat, just Hold your hat and keep on enjoying Sounds like a plan, man. Sounds like a lot of uh, really great things are being lined up and uh, are going to be released later on this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. This year is going to be, for real, the year of the Silverback. So uh, it's, it's moving forward. I'm loving it. Um, my girl is holding me down. Leilani, keeping everything in perspective for me with the family. So good times. Where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, I want to be very, very, very fat. Okay. Uh, and in my backyard, um, stressing, stressing, lay lining out, um, playing with my dogs, you know, and just looking at all my kids around me. With a nice slice <laughs> of uh, Chicago pizza. Yeah, with Giordano's right there with me. (laughs) (laughs) How can your fans reach you? Where can they find you on the web, social networking, social media, all the goodies? Official website? Right, well, I am definitely uh, on Twitter uh, with my name, definitely Prince Yashua. They can definitely catch me on my site, which is PrinceYashua.com. And definitely, uh, through Jules Jordan video, uh, I'm all over it. So, um, being able to get at me is a very, very easy thing to do if you're a fan of Prince. Well, Prince, this brings us to the end of our interview. Is there anything that you would like to say to your fans and supporters that are tuning in right now? Uh, absolutely. Um, thank you all for this amazing ride. Uh, it's almost over. But uh, I thank you all for uh, all the years, uh, the good times, the bad, the tears. Uh, it all is wrapped up to be uh, a perfect, you know, a perfect show for me and a uh, plateau for me to do what I do and love. And uh, yeah, until we all meet again, you know, I did you so well, but much love and respect. From the House of Silverback, me to you. 
Fantastic, man. Well, I certainly have to thank you so much for the interview. Thank you once again for coming back onto the station. You've been one of uh, our biggest supporters, and uh, I really am appreciative to you for always coming on, chatting with uh, not only myself, but some of our other co-hosts, and filling all of uh, your fans and supporters and our listeners in on what you've been up to. Right. Not a problem at all. Not for you. Thanks, man. And listeners, I also want to thank you for tuning in to One-on-One with Poppy Chulo. Tune in for brand new episodes of One-on-One with Poppy Chulo every Wednesday and Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. You can download this episode and many more by visiting poppychuloradio.com forward slash archives. Registered users will gain access to the Poppy Chulo Radio archives of previously aired broadcasts. If you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, you can email us at contact at poppychuloradio.com. Follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com forward slash poppychuloradio and like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash poppy chulo radio. With that, Prince Yashua and I would like to wish you and yours a wonderful night. Good night, listeners. All the best.